everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing good. You look great today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I feel great today. Good. Well, we got a lot of news to talk about. Fantastic. We're going to start with the Disney Parks blog. Um, they have an opening date of the villas at the Disneyland Hotel. That's right. The villas at Disneyland Hotel are the newest vacation club property in the Disney portfolio, and they will open to all guests on September 28th of 2023. Uh, There's going to be a fourth tower now at the Disneyland Hotel, and that is going to be the new vacation club. The lobby is going to include a -a one-of-a-kind mural that was created exclusively for the villas at Disneyland Hotel by one of the Disney animators. Uh, The villas will have 344 rooms, including duo studios, deluxe studios, one and two bedroom villas, and grand villas. Um, Each of the rooms are going to be themed uh, based on animation studios, films like The Jungle Book, Sleeping Beauty, Princess and the Frog, Fantasia, and more. If you are a DVC member, you can begin making your reservations on Wednesday, March 15th. If you're a Disneyland Resort Magic Key holder, you can begin your rental reservations on March 16th. And if you are the general public, you can begin making reservations on March 17th or do that online. So uh, very exciting. The pool area for for this new hotel, well, new tower, um, is amazing. It's so pretty. It is. Yeah, I would love to be sitting by that pool. But the pool is very plain. There's not as much whimsy. As there are in other pools. I mean, the pool itself doesn't, but all like the buildings around it are very colorful. And I don't know. I think it looks fun. All right. All right. Um, Tron Lightcycle Run has introduced Team Green Post, has introduced their Team Green Post Show space. That's right. There was a story about this the other day, uh, but now it's on the Disney Parks blog. Uh, beginning April 4th, when Tron Light Cycle Run presented by Enterprise opens, uh, you go through the Hall of Opponents, which will showcase previous victory uh, uh, victors of the race, uh, Team Yellow and Team Red, as well as Team Orange. Uh, you, as a rider on the ride, are going to ride on Team Blue. You will be competing against Team Orange. And when the ride is over, uh, you get to uh, see the Enterprise team, Team Green. Uh, They will also have a -a one-of-a-kind and state-of-the-art light cycle that is uh, visible. And then there will be some uh, programming, uh, light cycle programming, uh, that is showcased throughout the area. So uh, it looks uh, looks pretty cool. All right, very good. Some new Star Wars Mandomania items feature Mandalorian must-haves. That's right. Every Tuesday, you can head over to StarWars.com Mandomania and get the latest roundup of Mandalorian-related products. Uh, that could be products from Hasbro, Funko, Lego, Mattel, Shop Disney, and other vendors. Uh, and it's just uh, a place you can get the latest Mandalorian wear. Uh, so uh, if you're a fan of The Mandalorian and who isn't, uh, you can uh, go check that out. Very good. And that's all from the Disney Parks blog, so we head on over to Disneyland. Painting is continuing at the San Francisco Gate Bridge for the Big Hero 6 re-theme at California Adventure. That's right. Uh, More international orange paint uh, is on the bridge, and uh, yeah, that's that's the whole story. I think we're going to need another trip out to Disneyland to see how this works. I think we are. And it won't be on our trip to uh, Hawaii. No, there's just too much going on trying to get to and from Hawaii. There is an Avatar experience coming to Disneyland Resort, 
And Disney is saying that it's going to be as amazing as Pandora, the world of Avatar. That's right. Uh, D23 has announced that the new Avatar experience coming to Disneyland is going to be amazing. However, they don't give any details. Just amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob Iger's original announcement was that a version of Avatar will come to Disneyland Resort. So it might not be a full land, but nobody knows what's actually happening. Uh, But D23, which is the official fan club of uh, the Disney company, uh, says that it will be amazing. All right. So we have that to look forward to. The Catal Restaurant and Uva Bar and Cafe in downtown Disney are going to be closing in April for the construction of Paseo and Centrico. That's right. The restaurant and bar cafe will be open through April 9th, but will be closed beginning April 10th to make way for an exciting new addition to downtown Disney. Uh, The new addition is, as Cheryl mentioned, uh, Paseo, which is a uh, Mexican restaurant. Oh, I guess it's Paseo and Centrico is the name of the Mexican restaurant. It's not two separate eateries. Okay. Um, And... uh, that's uh, that's a story. What else is going on there? We mentioned a couple days ago that the Earl of Sandwich Tavern just opened. That replaces the old Earl of Sandwich location. Uh, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen and the Jazz Kitchen Express are still under construction for a retheming. Uh, and the Disney Home Store and Wonderground Gallery have been closed so that they can move uh, to a new location. So a little bit of reworking and reorganization going on in the downtown Disney district. All right. Bruce Vaughn is returning to Disney as the co-lead of the Imagineering division. So this is kind of big news. Uh, Bruce Vaughn used to be the chief creative officer for Imagineering, but he left in 2016 when Bob Chapek Mm -hmm. said that they did not want creatives to be in charge. Uh, So he left to go to DreamWorks, and then I think he ended up at Airbnb uh, or Verbo or one of those. Um, But uh, it has been announced today that Bruce Vaughn is returning. Uh, They will be working to uh, restructure the Imagineering department. He will be working alongside Barbara Booza, who is the current president of Walt Disney Imagineering. I believe she was brought in from an architectural firm uh, a few years ago. Uh, So uh, a a memo went out from uh, Josh DeMauro announcing Vaughn's return and the restructuring that is to be coming. Uh, So this is kind of exciting that we are getting a creative person uh, back into the chief creative officer role. That is, it, it fits the title, doesn't it? It does. And that's all the news for California. So let's shoot on over to Florida. A new mural featuring star jets, the Astro Orbiter, and more. Uh, I'm sorry, more Tomorrowland icons have been added to the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company. That's right. We mentioned yesterday just how plain the new clock was. Uh, and this new mural happens to be right underneath the clock. Um, I don't know. It helps. It helps, but it's not like a wow moment. You know, it's just a nice little uh, three-dimensional mural. It definitely makes it look a lot less plain, though. Yes. Well, Disney World has begun the removal of the 50th anniversary decorations. That's right. The world's most magical celebration is winding down. March 31st is the last day that they will be celebrating the park's 50th anniversary. uh, And they've started taking things off. Uh, Specifically, there were some 50... Uh, I don't know what you would call them, medallions, two giant golden 50s that were on the on the lawn around the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now all that's there is the dead grass uh, <laughs> underneath them. That won't be there for more than a day or two. No, I'm sure they'll spray paint that or something. Oh, maybe. Uh, so uh, they've got a lot of 50th decorations around and a lot of stuff to be taken down. Now, all those little statues that they had all over the place. Those were, were those for the 50th. Oh, so those will all come down. I wonder if they'll convert them to the 100th. 
Maybe. Because <laughs> they're going to have to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company now right. that right. the 50th Maybe. anniversary That would be pretty done. funny. Although I think Epcot's 40th anniversary is due up next. So there's there's a lot of anniversaries going on. I mean, they can change the 40, change it to 40 in Epcot. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the statues, it would be weird to be celebrating Epcot. That is true. Yeah. They have brought back guest interactions at Festival of the Lion King in the Animal Kingdom. Yay. For the first time since March of 2020, uh, it is now the full rendition of the uh, Festival of the Lion King. Fabulous. Now that audience participation is back. Uh, so that's very exciting. They usually bring people out so that they can do the oh, the sounds the sounds for the warthogs, elephants, giraffes, and lions. Uh, I believe the kids uh, oh, are the, the kids end. dancing again. Uh, let's see. Uh, they're bringing little kids out. Uh, and uh, it doesn't mention if the kids are out, but at least the, they're calling people out to do the beginning interaction. So, right. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's getting back to normal. Yay. It's almost like it's 2019 again. I know. All right. In resort news, um, we're going back to the hard-hitting news at the Polynesian, where uh, since the rugs are finished being replaced, they have now moved on to reupholstering the seating. Is our next story going to be about (laughs) wallpaper? Maybe. Uh, Yeah. So some of the new built-in benches around the planters uh, have a very... um, Hideous. (laughs) Polynesian-themed upholstery. No. Uh, They used to be just plain red. Uh, and they've also replaced the cushions on the bench, which are a kind of golden, golden yellow. It's really bad. I really, really dislike it. Well, that's your opinion. Yeah. Somebody else, you you guys need to go out and like take a look and see what we're talking about and let me know whether you think it's attractive or hideous. Over at the Grand Floridian, the Grand Cottage has returned with treats for Easter. That's right. The Grand Cottage is the theme snack stand that is in the Grand Floridian lobby every day from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. It will be open through April 10th, uh, and it sells all sorts of uh, Easter treats, uh, including uh, peanut butter cereal egg, what's, what's bunny a peanut butter dirt cup. What's a peanut butter cereal egg? I don't know. <laughs> they have carrot blondie pops. They're all a bunch of Easter-themed treats. Uh, they also have hot cross buns and... Yeah. All sorts of all sorts of fun stuff. A lemon blueberry whoopie pie. Yeah. That sounds good. That does sound good. The first guest rooms are now uh, visibly being uh, constructed at the Vacation Club wing at the Polynesian. Yeah, it's funny because the, the article says that the first guest rooms are visible. Well, this is just a concrete shell. So it yeah. is a square concrete box. It's, what is it? Is it around the elevator it's shaft? It's around the elevator <laughs> shaft, right. So it will be at some point a room. Um, but they are filling in horizontally around the vertical elevator shafts. So uh, we do have the start of some rooms. It has been rumored that the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser hasn't been selling very well. And that seems to be confirmed by the fact that they are now cutting the voyages down to two per week. Yeah, that's not a rumor. Uh, it hasn't been selling well Uh Apparently, some of the cast has not been rehired. Oh, geez. Uh, so they are cutting back on the, the staff. Uh, and uh, as Cheryl mentioned, they are going to two cruises per week, uh, as opposed to the three and a half or four that they do, because they do one every two days. Right. And um, this is going to start taking place in October. Uh, they say that around the holidays, when occupancy is uh, expected to be better, they might go back to a full week schedule. Right. So around Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, but at least for these three months, uh, we're looking at uh, two voyages a week. 
no word on what nights uh, those voyages will take place. I'm assuming they're going to be four consecutive days, mm-hmm. and then they'll have three days of closures, uh, and then open up for another four days. Yeah, I mean, they may be able to keep just one set of cast, basically. Right. Because I think before they had to have t- at least two of everybody, um, you know, because you can't have everybody just working straight, so they probably, like, alternated right. shifts, but they might be able to mostly just have one set of staff. Yep. All right, let's jump into some entertainment news. Uh, if you have been waiting for Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman, uh, to direct her Rogue Squadron movie, well, your wait is over because that film has officially been canceled. Uh, it was a big deal when it was announced. Uh, her father was a military aviator. They did a big video production about mm-hmm. it and how excited she was to be helming this new Rogue Squadron movie. Um and uh, it, it's officially canceled. Uh, also officially canceled was uh, Kevin Feige. Uh, you may know him as the leader of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He had a Star Wars movie that was going to be made. Uh, that has been shelved as well. Um, uh, Taika Watiti, who's directed a couple of Thor movies, and uh, Ryan Johnson, um, both have movies that are in the works. They're not officially canceled. Um, but there's no word on what the next Star Wars movie is going to be. Uh, the rough thing is we were supposed to be getting every other year an Avatar movie or a Star Wars movie at Christmas. Right. And now the whole Star Wars slate of films is in uh, flux. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and no one knows really what's going on. So Well, that's a shame. It is. If you enjoyed Avatar, Way of Water, while it was in the movie theater and you're waiting to watch it at home... It's going to be a while before it gets to Disney Plus or to a Blu-ray or DVD, um, but it has been announced that it is coming to digital format, uh, and starting March 28th, you will be able to purchase or rent through all major digital platforms, including Prime Video, Apple TV, Vudu, and Movies Anywhere. Uh, so uh, you can check that out. No word on what the cost is going to be, um, but... Uh, Probably maybe sometime in April, it will hit Disney Plus, April or May. You're right. Hey, you know who's got a show that's going to be coming to Disney Plus? I have no idea. Wilmer Valderrama. You may know him as Fez from that 70s show. Okay. Uh, or you know him as the voice of Handy Manny. Is that him? No, that's not him. Oh, this doesn't uh, look anything like him, the picture that they have here. He is the voice of Handy Manny. Yes. He's also in the new, uh, the current version of NCIS. I stopped watching it, though, so I don't know what his character's name is. Um, but he has a Zorro series that is coming to Disney+. Plus. That's fun. Uh, the reason you don't see his picture, uh, and, and obviously this is an uh, audio podcast, right. uh, Cheryl's looking at a picture of a white bald man <laughs> who is obviously not Wil- Wilmer Valderrama, um, but one of the uh, showrunners from Game of Thrones, uh, Brian Cogman, is going to be helming uh, the Zorro series, which is why he's, his picture's there and not gotcha. Wilmer's. All right. So you heard about Jeremy Renner and his snowblower accident. Yes. Right. And he's in the hospital and he's recovering. And he was going to be debuting a show on Disney Plus called Renovations. Okay. uh, Where uh, he did a uh, renovation show. And uh, that had obviously been put on hold. um, But it now has a premiere date. uh, And it is going to premiere on Disney Plus on April 12th. And... Uh, he, along with a team of expert builders, will, will acquire large decommissioned government vehicles and reimagine them into mind-blowing creations that serve kids and communities around the world. So uh, if you uh, if you liked Pimp My Ride, it might be like a, a 
cooler version of Pimp My Ride. It sounds like, what was the one they had on ABC? Um, the, like, makeover. Extreme Home Makeover? Yeah. This is, like, Extreme Vehicle Makeover. Oh, it's for... It's for vehicles. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I missed that. So there's no tie. We won't get tie in this one. Oh. You know who's eating a lot of tie? Who? Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. Uh, he's actually, he's eating over 8,000 calories a day as he prepares for uh, Deadpool 3, where he returns once again as Wolverine. Uh, and he's doing that so that he can bulk up. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, you, you don't want... Uh, 8,000 calories a day. I think the recommended calorie count is like 2,000 for Yeah, and he's not eating 8,000 calories a day of, uh, of ding-dongs and uh, no. chips. No. It's all black bass and salmon and chicken burgers and grass-fed sirloins. Uh, so he has to bulk up in order to play a Wolverine. Now, if they had come to me, I'm bulked up enough. I only <laughs> eat about 4,000 calories a day. Right. So let's talk universal news. Okay. But we're not going to talk about California. We're not going to talk about Florida. No. Oh. We're going to talk about Texas. Okay. Uh, they announced uh, a few weeks ago that they were going to be building a small-scale universal theme park in Frisco, Texas. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, that goes to the city council members to vote on the zoning permit. Uh, so, so this is not a done deal then. They announce it, but like, it's, they, if it, it has to be zoned still. Well, it has to be approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously there are people in the neighborhood because this is, you know, there's not, there's houses that are very close to this. Right. Uh, and there are people who are concerned of the impact that uh, the, the park will have. Um, but they have all of their site uh, work, paperwork all, already. Uh, they have a basic outline of the park. Uh, and most importantly, they've done their uh, traffic uh, study. Uh, they say that on an average day, there's going to be 7,500 guests and 20,000 on peak days. The park will employ at least 643 team members, uh, and as of right now, based on the concept art, it is expected to be inspired by DreamWorks, by DreamWorks properties. Uh, there will be a Camp Cretaceous section, a Shrek section, uh, and then a section for trolls and a section based on Madagascar properties. So uh, we'll we'll find out shortly for our next show. We should know whether that vote went through or not. Oh, boy. Uh, it had been originally scheduled for February 7th and then February 21st. Uh, and now, like I said, it's scheduled for tomorrow. All right. Florian Fortescue's ice cream is now available in Honeydukes at Islands of Adventure. That's right. They are available in the form of ice cream cups. Uh, and they are available in the new freezer section, freezer refrigerator section. It's next to the bulk candy. And what do they have? How much are they? Uh, I just saw a price there and then it disappeared. You fat fingered it. Because I'm scrolling. Uh, they are $5.99 and have. they come in four flavors. Would you like to give us the flavors? Yes. Butterbeer, strawberry peanut butter, vanilla, and Dutch chocolate. All right. So I want strawberry peanut butter. That sounds pretty good. That's strawberry peanut butter? Yeah, wow. strawberry peanut butter. Yeah, I'm going with the Dutch chocolate. Oh, so boring. They have brought back the personalized Coca-Cola bottle photo op um, that had been gone since it was closed for COVID. That's right. This is a photo op that allows guests to see a giant Coca-Cola bottle with your name displayed, uh, and that closed in 2020. It's in the Coca-Cola Refresh Building near the Men in Black Alien Attack Building. And, uh, you know, they had to close it because there's a physical touch element due to guest interaction. Um, but as Cheryl mentioned, it is reopened again. So uh, that's fun. Who doesn't enjoy a giant bottle of Coke? Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, you don't get to drink it. It's just a picture. It is. All right. A second Peppa Pig Park is going to open in Texas in 2024. 
That's right. How do you celebrate the first anniversary of your first Peppa Pig theme park? Well, if you're Merlin's Entertainment Group, you announced that it will open a new Peppa Pig park in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, the new park is set to open in 2024, uh, and it will be next to an existing water park. Texas has all the action. It, it does. Maybe Disney will put something there. That would be nice. SeaWorld is offering discounts on annual passes and fun cards. That's right. Their top-tier Platinum Pass, which includes admission to 11 theme parks, including Aquatica and Busch Gardens Tampa, is now on sale for $396. That's a 20% discount. A Gold Pass to SeaWorld alone is $205. That is down from $240. There's also a Gold option that includes Aquatica for $282. That is down from $399. Uh, the $339. $339. Uh, the silver pass for SeaWorld is $219, a drop from $249. Uh, fun cards are sold for $119.99, which is down from $134.99. And a fun card includes visits through the end of 2023, whereas annual passes are good for one full year from the time of purchase. This deal does expire on March 19th. Passes do come with varying levels of blackout dates, discounts on food, beverages, merchandise, and quick queue and other benefits. Mm. So uh, you can check that out on SeaWorld.com. Very good. Gatorland has added to its Splash Park. Well, no, Gatorland has added to its Splash Park. That's what I just said. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, they have enhanced their Gator Gully Splash Park, which is a water play area near the front of the park. It is designed primarily for the kiddie crowd, but it now includes sprayers that resemble coconut palms, a butterfly structure, and a new gator uh, sculpture for in-water seating. Uh, if you're watching the kids, you now have some oversized Adirondack chairs to sit in. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, the Splash Park, which is included in the cost of your regular admission, was added to Gatorland in 2007. And the uh, Splash Area was closed through most of January and February for refurbishment. If you enjoy Gatorland, uh, you might want to know that uh, they have extended their half-price ticket deal for Florida residents through March 31st. The discounted tickets have to be purchased at the Gatorland box office. Proof of residency is required, and your ticket will cost you $16.50. We like Gatorland. That is uh, not a lot of money, but you get a lot of Gator. Yeah, we do. So uh, that's all for today. And until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.